0: Hello and welcome back to another episode of Binge List and Box Office Hits, the podcast about all things film, TV and streaming with your host, Shannon Holiday and me, Letitia Thomas.
1: And welcome back to another episode of Binge List and Box Office Hits, the podcast about all things film, TV, and streaming. I am your host Shannon Holiday, and I am joined once again with the lovely Letitia Thomas.
0: Hey, how's everyone doing today?
1: Very good, very good. We're recording a little bit early this week. We're doing it on a Friday night just because it works in a little bit better with our schedules. So it's we've had a big day of work, <laughs> both of us. Uh, we've. Uh, pepped up on a bit of caffeine and we're gonna we're good to go we're gonna
0: see how long we can last
1: we're gonna try we are gonna we've got a big episode based on uh, what is your favorite scary movie
0: we talk all things Halloween yeah. and Halloweeny movies pretty much
1: perfect month for it
0: well I figured Yeah. why not now why
1: not now it's like if you randomly were trying to do Christmas movies in I don't know July that wouldn't work <laughs> <laughs> although it would. Moving on, uh, how have you been, Tish? How's your week been?
0: Well, it was great until just about five minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> until I
1: told you that. Um, no,
0: um, it's been a good week. Been kind of busy. Yeah, haven't really had a good weekend for a minute. I've kept myself busy since I got back. So.
1: Yeah, you've been a mile a minute since I've been talking to you. I'm
0: keen for a quiet weekend and then yeah. I won't be. So
1: No. Yeah. No, lots of work and lots of things to do. What we should have a chat about is actually we're going to Biff.
0: We are going to Biff. We're going to Biff. I want to see if we can squeeze in some more. I need to look at their schedule. schedule. Yeah. Yeah.
1: We are going to go see Combat Wombat 2.
0: Yeah. Um, I'm really keen for this one. So I'd worked on the original one years ago when I was interning for uh, like a Photon Creative. Mm -hmm. So that was super fun. And I'm really keen to see the sequel. Um, I think Combat Wombat was one of my favorites of the three in the Tales of Sanctuary City um, universe that they did. Um, so I'm going to lend the first one to you.
1: I will watch the first one because I am very much looking forward to going to the second one and essentially just trying to network while we're there. Um, yeah. I just meet some people. Get that back in touch. Who were involved in the, in the industry and who made that film.
0: Mm-hmm, yeah, with some friends. So yeah. I'm excited for that one.
1: It's, it's exciting. I'm very much looking forward to it.
0: Yeah. If anyone else is going to Biff, let us know. Um, we'll see if we can catch up or something yeah. like that while we're there.
1: Yeah. Message on Instagram if you're going to Biff. We'll reply and try and meet up if we're going to the same thing.
0: So yeah, that's that's kind of it at the moment. Yeah. Um, what have you been watching this week?
1: What have I been watching? So I have been on a down, just down a rabbit hole of slashes this week. So
0: you got to do it.
1: Since I watched a couple last week, I was like, "This is the vibe I'm looking for at the moment. I'm looking for that masked killer kind of thing, and I want to watch more of those." So I think that's literally mostly all I watch this week. So the first movie I watched this week was uh, *Fear Street* Part Two, 1978. So I watched the first one of this series way back in 2021 when it first came out because they release these like it's a three part of movie. They released one and then they, two weeks later they'd release part two. Two weeks later, part three, and it was an October release. It was a Halloween thing. I watched part one and then I just didn't get around to part two and three. And then I was like, it's a slasher, it's great. Um, this one's. Related to the first one in the fact that the way that the first one ends, they try and save one of their friends who's possessed and they've got to go see someone who dealt with this thing before back when they were younger, back in 1978. So it really, this whole movie is essentially a retelling of that character's situation that's similar to the first movie of like a slasher film.
0: I watched the first two, but I never watched the third one. So yeah. maybe I'll actually get to I'm, it.
1: now. Well, now I'm up to it yeah. as well. I'm going to watch the third one. Um, it stars... Sadie Sink from Stranger Things. Um, also, it also has Emily Rudd from One Piece, the new One Piece oh, okay. live action. And it's also got Gillian Jacobs. Nice. From Community. From Community. Yeah. yeah. So it's got a few friendly faces that you would know from other things. And it's really good. It's a typical slasher who's the mask killer, who's, you? Know, well, you kind of know in the second one who it is, but like how they become it is more what is the story. And it's, Really good, like, in terms of, like, it's 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 more gore than the usual slasher. Like, it's, it's quite violent at times. It's got that 70s aesthetic. They're at a camp, so think Crystal Lake, that kind of, like, vibe to it. Yeah, I really enjoyed it, and I'm really much looking forward to part three because with the retelling of this part, the protagonist from the first movie needed a vital part of the information from, the, like, what happened back in the 70s so then they can do something now in the third movie.
0: Is it a little bit Possession with Witches? It's, I'm it's trying got to remember. And it was a long time ago. Well.
1: So it's that as well as Slash Slasher. Yeah. yeah,
0: Yeah. I thought so.
1: So worth checking out. It's um, it's all on Netflix, all three parts. And yeah, I'm kind of sad that I slept on part two because yeah, it was Yeah, I good, think I good. enjoyed
0: part two more than part one from memory. Yeah. But again, that was a long time ago. Part on. one
1: was the, the big draw card I remember was um, Maya Hawke was in it.
0: That's right. She's in yeah, – I love her scene at the beginning. Yeah, exactly right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's what drew me in to watch the first one. Like a scream type for yeah. that one.
1: Yeah, that one was – yeah, well, it's modern day, so it's yeah. it's all the modern day tropes.
0: Yeah, no, I feel her character while working. It's pretty
1: <laughs> accurate. <laughs> exactly right. Uh, so, yeah, what's your, ne- what's your first thing?
0: I, as promised, watched The Faculty this week oh my and God. I loved it. So, if anyone didn't listen to last week's, quick recap – The faculty starring Josh Hunnett, Elijah Wood, Claire Duvall, Jordan Brewster, Sean Hatsody and like a bunch of other people, Usher, Salma Hayek. So much fun. Uh, Kids at this high school think, hang on, our teachers might be aliens. Um, And it's just them trying to survive. Kind of a breakfast club group of ragtag characters. They're all from
1: different cliques. Yep. All of them.
0: And um, last week, Shannon said to me before we started recording, he goes, so I watched the faculty and... I understand why Clea vol became a lesbian icon. And I was like, oh, yeah, fair enough. Thanks, Shannon. Uh, you weren't wrong.
1: Right? You weren't wrong. <laughs> when you watch this film, you're like, okay, yeah, yep, fair.
0: That and then immediately before or after Bottom of cheerle- Yeah, before yeah. Bottom of Cheerleader. So
1: those two movies combined. What work. are you going to do? <laughs> yeah. It's a big vibe in this film. And it's just fun. It's just a fun film. It's it's silly at times, you but it's You know what fun. got me?
0: And I forgot about this until right now. Mm. I was with this film 100% of the way. Mm. And then it did that typical breakfast club ending where they're like, the weird one gets, gets all with, pretty. Yeah. And that's not like gets the guy. Of well, course she gets with the guy, but it's the fact that- Because she's she, wearing
1: purple, I think, yeah. at the end. And, and I'm you're like, like, oh, that's a bit off-putting. Just, why are you wearing randomly changing your outfit just because you're dating- a, a jock jock yeah
0: yeah but also like her style was exactly the same so it made no sense i was like just keep her in black and she'll (laughs) figure it out eventually she'll work it out
1: anyway yeah and then obviously elijah wood got with jordana Brewster. that's right as well at the end i was like okay interesting
0: Uh, yeah it was fun though when maybe one of my favorite silly 90s horror horror creature feature yeah it worked i was with it the whole time pretty much yeah. yeah
1: No, I, I, yeah. I thoroughly enjoyed watching that. My next one, so down the slasher rabbit hole again. There was another one that came out in 2021. It kind of went under the radar. It was just a Netflix only movie. Uh, it's called There's Someone Inside Your House. Now, I will preface this, that 98% of the film, there isn't someone in your house. It's basically the opening kill scene and then the rest is just like a murder mystery. Like who's oh. who's the killer? Who's the must killer? The killer is not using, like, a mask in particular, like the ghost faced or something like that. They're 3D printing the person's face of who they're killing in that scene. So, obviously, when the person's seeing this person come after them, it's like it's their own face of the person chasing them. It Look, it sets up really well in the first kill scene. Like, it kind of captures you at the start, but then it really, really falls apart during the meaty part of the movie. I was kind of bored, to be honest. I think only like one or two other people like die, and it was just it was just boring. It was essentially a movie based around like cancel culture. So the whole idea was all these people in town have secrets, and the killer was essentially trying to unmask them from their secrets. Yeah, I look. It wasn't great. I would probably say steer clear of this one. And for me, I like, the mystery of, like, who is it, and you're trying to guess constantly, but it was so obvious from, like, the first probably, like, 20 minutes of, like, who the killer is, I kind of went, yeah, yeah, it's that person, and lo and behold, when it the was. when the reveal came around to it, I was like, yeah, you kind of made it way too obvious during the film of who it is, and even, like, the reason why that particular person is choosing to be a killer, it's, was weak, and it was kind of bratty as well, like, why they were doing it, and, I didn't love the kind of outcome at the end. So, didn't love this one, but you know, glad I'm still watching Slashes. So, yeah, fair but enough. Probably don't watch this one.
0: So, I watched one that I think everyone needs to get on. I watched Past Lives. So, I've been waiting for this film since like the beginning of the year when a trailer came out. And then I thought, oh no, it's come out when I've overseas, I've missed it. And then randomly, I think Guillermo del Toro had tweeted something about it so I googled it and it was showing um in a cinema in Brisbane. So me and my mates from uni like were hanging out anyway. So I was like, let's go see this movie. And it was so gorgeous. It's written and directed by Celine Song. She hasn't seemingly done a whole bunch before this. And it's got Greta Lee, a couple other people, but Greta Lee is like the lead and she's a standout. And it's about these kids in Korea and she's she goes off to America to live over there. And years later they sort of start reuniting and then about 20 years later they finally catch up and they sort of have they have a love for each other but like is it romantic love then they haven't figured that out yet but they spend a couple of couple of days together and they sort of reconnect and it's just so beautiful like Uh, it's yeah
1: I've heard nothing but good things about this film and
0: I don't want to talk too much about the ins and outs of it because it's kind of more special just to mm. watch it and go on that journey when they're explaining just different concepts and beliefs and stuff which go into the whole like past life you know who would we have been if we'd been friends the whole time but it's just it's so gorgeous mm. and yeah just watch it whether you see it in cinema or you see it streaming or something like that should go we, see
1: it. should we talk about how I attempted to watch it
0: yeah sure <laughs> <laughs>
1: so I tried to watch this when you were away. Overseas, um, I did not try and watch this in a cinema. So I had access to this via another means of a website online. Yep. And it was a high-definition version of the film. I was like, great, I've been wanting to watch this. I don't have a chance to go to the cinemas right now and I'm, I'm going to sit down and watch it. So I, I, I put it on the TV at home and I started watching it. I'm getting to about five minutes in and it's – because it's, it's an international film. It's a Korean-based film. This particular version of the film – didn't quite have the subtitles.
0: And by didn't quite it means not at all. Not
1: at all. And so I'm sitting there and they're speaking in Korean and I'm attempting to work out what is happening on screen by the, the physical By the pictures. By the pictures, by the people that are on screen, what they're doing. And I was like, no, considering how much I know this film is considered, like a consider it's up for like it's gonna be up for like um Oscar Noms and stuff, I was like, I'm not gonna butcher trying to watch this film. <laughs> No. <laughs> Without subtitles and just work out what's happening, so I turned it off after five minutes. So
0: yeah, good call. Uh, I was sitting in the cinema thinking mm. about you at the beginning. Yeah. I forgot towards the end because it sort of
1: yeah it took your way took me yeah. away. Yeah.
0: But yeah. I was like, yeah, man, Shannon, you couldn't have watched. Did not this. do well.
1: No, yeah, no, it's a lot. Of, it's going to be a lot of subtitles in there as well. So I yeah, I've, I haven't seen it yet. I will endeavor to watch. Yeah, this.
0: so much of it is so impressive, including all of the like set and props and stuff that they use because mm. it's told over certain time periods and they get like the 2010 time period like down to a T like they've got the right iPhones they've got the right Facebook looking graphics like it's it's impressive nothing takes you out of what you're watching
1: because there's nothing worse than watching like a movie or TV show from like a yesteryear era and it's just not accurate to the time frame they're portraying
0: yeah no you, you couldn't tell you
1: notice it straight away when it's wrong mm-hmm. so that's that's good props to them i yeah. will definitely check this out i think it's coming to physical media around the 15th of november so, I think so given my busy life schedule i don't think i'll get to pick this up until it's out on dvd
0: no but that's fine like just if you guys really like cinema even if you don't it's not like a wanky hard to watch film it's beautiful
1: all right my last i've got two left but i'm going to speak about both of them In tandem because it will make sense when I do. So I watched, uh, next I watched Happy Death Day from 2017 uh, starring Jessica Roth, uh, Israel Broussard, Ruby Medine, Rachel Matthews. This one is written by Scott Lodbell and it's directed by Christopher Landon. Bear that in mind. This is definitely another slasher. It's essentially a time loop movie. So uh, Jessica Roth's character, Tree, her name's Tree as in T-R-E-E. I think it's short for Teresa, but it's never mentioned oh, in the entire they movie. They need
0: to, At one point. Just not, put it on a door. Not even the dad her says her. it. No.
1: Tree. The whole time. That's annoying. So Tree wakes up in <laughs> this boy's apartment. Like it's, it's Sorry, in a I'm dorm. Yep. <laughs> it's in a dorm. And she she's like, what the hell am I doing here? Blah, blah, blah. She goes along with the rest of her. It's her birthday, essentially. She goes on and does her normal thing she was going to do on her birthday. She's... At the end of the day, she's going to – goes back to her sorority. She's, like, planning to go to a to a party. And on the way to the party, she gets killed by this masked assailant. Lo and behold, as soon as she gets killed, she wakes up again in the exact same place that she was that previous day.
0: Hello, Russian doll.
1: Yeah, essentially that, but – What's a Groundhog Day? Yeah, yeah, it's well, – what it yet. references Groundhog Day at the end of the film.
0: You kind of have to.
1: So she mm-hmm. uses that ability, the fact that every time she dies, uh, she wakes up and she – Uses that time to try and work out who the killer is. Every time she has to go back, she has to explain to the guy that she's in the apartment of or the dorm room. The whole situation—it's a—it's like a comedy horror. It's this one. It has the slasher element because obviously she dies so many times throughout the film. Um, the reveal was kind of interesting to me. It was—it was actually not a bad one. I was like, oh, cool, that makes sense. I'm on board for that. And at the end of this one. It showcases that she gets together with the guy that's in the dorm because they build a relationship up through the amount of times they see each other, even though he's only really living that day with once, but you know, that happens. I watched Happy Death Day to You, the second one, pretty much straight after, like the night after. And I was on board for the first 20 minutes because it essentially, there's a secondary character that's in the first film that who kind of opens the door on them at the start of each day. It's the dorm like partner, it's the mm-hmm. other dorm room guy. It follows him from the start of his day on that same day. Like That's he wakes cool. up in his car and it follows his kind of ins and outs. And even he opens the door from his perspective as the first film ends. I was like, cool, this is a great way to like showcase the second film. It goes through his day and then he ends up dying. And he walks in the second day and goes talks to him. He's like, oh, I've got some weird deja vu. And she clues in because she just went through the whole thing. And then the movie just just changes completely. It stops being a slasher there and then just becomes this weird sci-fi film. Comedy is hammed up to the nines and it follows them trying to, because they work out that he was playing around with time travel and he's like experiment for uni. Oh. So then they go to his like uni experiment and they try and fix it. But then that sends her to an alternate dimension of the same birthday from the first film. And then her new boyfriend is dating her sorority sister who's like really mean. And then she has to try and work out how to get back to the right alternative timeline. So it's like a back to the future thing. There is like a still a killer, but it's not referenced at all really throughout the film. This isn't a slasher at all.
0: It's weird because I've just looked at your notes and it's written and directed by the same dude.
1: Yeah, it's the director of the first film who wrote the second one. Maybe that's the mistake. That's the issue in Mm. this film. And- by the time the slasher element comes back right at the end of this second film, it's so tacked on. You don't care who the killer is. Like you don't even care at all because it's not an element of this film anymore because you've just ignored it because she she doesn't die every time in this one. She just kills herself just so that they can... Reset. Work. Yes, so they can reset so that she can explain to the, the science students she knows, like the Dora America, uh-huh. the right formula... To get her back. No, I hate that. It is so bad. I was I was watching it and Ben was sitting in the room, I think he was doing like work or something. And I was like so frustrated, constantly telling him, like, why? What is this film? Like the first one was pretty good. Like it's a slasher, it's fun. And then they turn around and make this film. I was like just so confused. And they're clearly trying to make like a franchise out of it, because right at the end of the second film. It does a little bit of credits, then it's got an after-credits scene of, like, oh, they get picked up by, like, what's the CIA or FBI, and they get taken and be like, you created this time-travelling thing, we've got to test it out on someone, and it's a whole thing, so we'll see if they make a third one, but it's been a f- couple of years. So.
0: Yeah, let's hope not.
1: I hope not. I was really disappointed, because the first one was, per- like, I wouldn't say it's amazing, but it's okay, it's worth a watch. Do not watch the second one <laughs> at all. I was frustrated the whole time.
0: That's disappointing. Yeah. So, I watched, I rewatched a movie because I was like, you know, what? I want to get into like the October Halloween whole thing. Plus, we're doing this. So, it's a great excuse. I rewatched the 1996 Craft film um, starring Robin Tunney, Nev Campbell, Forza Bulk. can't read it. I can say it. <laughs> I had to like stop thinking. And um, I'm
1: usually bad with names. I know.
0: Yeah. Well, you try saying that while reading it. Yeah, um, Rachel True and Skeet Ulrich, who's also in Scream. Scream, him and Nev Campbell. If no one's seen this one, you're into like 90s witchcraft, perfect vibes, kind of practical magic, but like a little bit darker teen film. So much fun. Basically, um, there's a new girl at school, Sarah, and she falls in, it's like a Catholic high school, and she falls in with the outcasts, who surprise, surprise are witches, Mm -hmm. Um, and they all start practicing witchcraft, and then it just gets a little bit messy, and by a little bit, I mean quite messy, when they start casting spells and curses on those who sort of anger them or disrespect them um but in this you know theory and that their rules in their universe and sort of typical to witchcraft the idea is like it comes back times three uh and it does come back yeah,
1: it does. quite heavily on them yeah. um
0: but it's just it's one of those films that was just like perfect 90s yeah it just was that era. they did it so well for what it is
1: the practicalness the, mm-hmm. just the vibe the dialogue all of it it's just so good yeah i, I like i like the craft
0: I tried to watch the sequel for this podcast. I uh, couldn't find it, thank God. I think it's on Amazon. Uh,
1: I think. Don't hold me to it. I couldn't
0: see it when I was trying yeah. to look for it. I Because well, I wasn't going to buy it. Sorry, but no, I don't care no, that no, much.
1: No, no, no. I've seen
0: the trailer and it looks
1: very different. really
0: bad. And weirdly <laughs> enough, it's written by the same guy, Andrew Fleming. And I thought, why did you write a sequel? Yeah. Dude. Time and place for certain doing? things.
1: Maybe it's been too long.
0: I mean, witchcraft sort of came back into the zeitgeist for Gen Z kids. Mm. But it was just bad like the first one is like spooky witchy Mm -hmm. and then the trailer for the sequel has like sparkly magic and Ah. i'm like what have you seen it
1: i have not seen the sequel right
0: jay thought you'd seen it
1: no i've seen the craft yeah not not no craft legacy yeah
0: yeah um but anyway if if anyone's into it watch it it's so good yeah i think it's on stan at the moment in australia Yeah,
1: the first one yeah
0: yeah definitely it's fun Um, I watched a couple things. You want me to keep going?
1: I got one more. Okay. Sorry. I got one more. Um so I finished off the limited series of Ahsoka uh, the other day. So I had two more episodes left to go of that. It's the Star Wars uh, show on Disney Plus. Is starring Rosario Dawson, Natasha Leo Bodizzo, Mary Elizabeth Winstead, Ray Stevenson, Ivana Sanko, and Diana Lee Inosanto and David Tennant. This was probably one of the best Star Wars series that have ever come out.
0: I've heard really good things. I've not seen it.
1: so phenomenal. So I I'm, I have a love for the original prequel kind of movies. I was obviously a kid when they came out. And I don't know if I've mentioned before, but Ahsoka Tano was Anakin Skywalker's Padawan. That mostly takes place in the Clone Wars and the Rebels like, animated series. So what this series does is really expands the characters that are in Rebels and kind of is a continuation of Rebels in a live-action format. So the outcome of a couple of the characters at the end of Rebels, they're in a different galaxy, and Ahsoka knows that the threat from Rebels, uh, the Admiral, Admiral Thrawn, is probably planning to come back. So her drive for the entire series is trying to make sure that's not going to happen, and they're also trying to find one of their other Jedi friends. It's just everything you want from a Star Wars IP. It's it's space battles. The lightsabers are back. It's like good versus evil. It's just everything. And I just had such a great ride. Yeah, it's about eight episodes long, about 40-minute episodes, so you can punch it out in like four hours, five hours. I recommend this highly. It was a lot of fun. If You probably don't need to watch The Clone Wars or Rebels to kind of know what's happening they kind of spell it out to a degree enough that you know, need to know for this series of what's happened before so you can go in and go okay I know that character is relating to that character they did this they did that to continue on this this journey so you don't really need to watch those particular shows beforehand and yeah I'm in, interested to see It's definitely setting up for a season two of Ahsoka 2 it doesn't just finish it's got more that it can definitely tell in the future.
0: Well, hopefully they do a second season. They probably will. It's Disney, let's be honest. They will. I've not seen it. I may get to it. No promises. No. I'm not going to promise everyone at home. Sorry. It's no. too much for me to watch.
1: Yeah. Uh, look, like uh, I'm saying to people, watch it. But, you know, in your own time. If you've got time to watch it and you've found time, do it. There's definitely other things, though, that you're probably watch- going to watch first, though.
0: Yeah, we got a lot of Halloween stuff to get yeah. through this month you guys looking forward to it i watched the lost boys from 1987 this week so i'd been meaning to watch this for ages couldn't find it, it wasn't on streaming you couldn't buy it on on dvd and then they re-released it and i saw it and i thought maybe i'll buy it and i thought maybe i'll see if i can stream it anyway it's on mm. one of them i
1: think it's on binge
0: might be binge i think it's binge yeah so it's starring jason patrick Corey Haim, diane west wiest wiespa and heath sutherland and Corey feldman um directed by joel schumacher if no one's heard of this it is like the late 80s cult classic
1: the vampire movie yeah so
0: it's about these two boys and they move to a new town and they discover that their area that they're in is a haven for vampires without spoiling too much the older one gets a little bit too involved with the vampires um and the younger one finds some friends who are essentially vampire hunters yeah Um, And it's just just the shenanigans that come with that. It's fantastic. I didn't love it in a cult classic way. I think I sort of missed the boat on that one. But I understand why it became a cult classic. If no one's seen it and you're after some, like, 80s vampiric stuff, it is the one to watch. Spot on. Go and find it this month. It's... It's really worth it. Yeah
1: it's, yeah. it's a good time. The soundtrack is uh, oh, yeah. banging. So good. It's really good. I've seen the record at mm-hmm. uh, a couple of shops and I kind of want to pick it up.
0: I thought about it, but I hadn't seen the movie. So I said, don't do yeah. that.
1: But now I'm like, oh, it's such a vibe. It's it's yeah. very, very good.
0: Yeah. yeah. I yeah. had so much fun with it. So much fun. It's one of those films where you go, no notes.
1: no notes. No notes. No notes. No notes. All right. Your last one for, you had a few to watch. Yeah, I did. I did you a did, lot. You did pretty um, well.
0: I watched Totally Killer. So this mm. is one that Shannon watched last week.
1: Yep, On my recommendation. On,
0: yeah. Uh, if you don't trust Shannon, you can trust me. It's mm. pretty good. <laughs> um, yeah. So it's the right. time travel one with and Shipka yep. and essentially her a bunch of people were murdered 35 years ago. She goes accidentally back in time because her mum gets murdered now and she was yep. part of this friendship group. So she's going back to try and save her mum. It was fantastic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For like a modern film of that type, sometimes they fall flat. But this one didn't fall no. flat at all. It was it was pretty damn good. Yeah. And just a bit of fun. So I think I watched that the other most Wednesday night. I think it was the other
1: night, yeah. Um.
0: Yeah, it's only like an hour and a half. so It's not super long, yep. which is nice because sometimes you just want an easy watch. And it does that. It promises.
1: It knows what it is. Yeah, it delivers yeah. all its promises yeah. kind yeah. of thing. Exactly. Really fun. A lot of fun. So that
0: was that was it that I watched. Oh, and I watched... One more episode of Hill House. I'm slowly getting
1: well. We've got back two weeks that. to get through that. So, yeah, yeah. we'll see how we go. Yeah.
0: Watch another one. So that was kind of what I watched this week. Yeah. All
1: right. We had a fair bit time to move into trivia this week, and I've got some banging questions for you. I'm ready. All right. I'm going to go first this week. Okay. I'm going to ask you. I hope you're ready.
0: You usually go first. You did last week. Okay. I remembered. I think so. Okay. All
1: right. First question. Prior to Star Wars, what film did Harrison Ford and George Lucas work on together?
0: I don't. Do I know it? Was it Indiana? No. No, that's the other way. Yeah, I didn't think so. Yeah. I can't remember. I know he was a carpenter before he was an actor. He was a carp
1: – yeah. He a was car- carpenter up until 30, but. Couldn't I couldn't tell
0: you which film that was.
1: They worked together on American Graffiti.
0: Oh, I've not. Yeah, I've it's not one of George's
1: one. first directing uh, movies.
0: Was he in it? Was.
1: How is 40? as was actor. Yeah, yeah,
0: okay. yeah. Oh, zero from one. Oh, okay, that's fine. Um, <laughs> Let's
1: see how I go first before you. We-
0: I don't know if I made these hard or easy. I just had well, to find the amount ones of that we questions haven't done.
1: We've asked each other in the past 25 hard. episodes. I think we're going to know trivia.
0: In Bewitched, what part of her body does Samantha twitch to practice magic?
1: It's her nose. Yeah. 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 I, look, when I was younger, the, they used to run reruns of this show. I think around the time MASH was on, like, you know. The, oh, the I got really into Bewitched
0: at one stage in my life. So
1: I've seen a fair amount of it. Yeah. Yeah. Just see it on. I
0: think I got into it up until she had the second kid. And then I was like, uh eh.
1: Yeah. You watched more than me then. I didn't even know there were kids. My mom
0: like bought a bunch of them. on Oh, TV. like when, okay. when they first re-released them and she was like, oh my God, my childhood. And she was like buying a bunch of, so mm-hmm. then I like, watched that. I watched, I Dream a genie. God, she made me watch a ton of Little House on the Prairie at one point, oh, and I was I was I not feel into that so one. Sorry for you for that. <laughs> me too. I had that's not a lot to do at that time an in my life. Time. I was like, this isn't fun. And Mum got to a point when we were rewatching it, went, I don't know if this is as fun as I remember. And I was no, like, thank it's you. Not, it's we're not. stopping. Yeah.
1: The other two I get because they are There's some charm to them. Yeah, yeah but not, that, <laughs> not one. that one. No, God, no. All right, your second question. Which Bourne identity actor was originally tapped to play the role of Jake Sully in Avatar?
0: God, who's the dude in Bourne?
1: (laughs) Jason Bourne, hiding in plain sight. I'm
0: trying to picture his face. The
1: people that answer the questions when we do listening to this, like in their cars and that, are screaming at you right now.
0: I can see his face, but I haven't seen those films. And honestly, that guy looks like about three other white guys that I could name.
1: I'm trying to think. Oh, he's in a bunch of different stuff. I know. He's also in the Oceans trilogy.
0: Is it Matt Damon? Yeah, it's oh, Matt okay. Damon. I don't yeah. know. He looks he's ab-
1: the main guy. I know,
0: but I have <laughs> that like, um, I'm a lesbian and I don't recognize men thing where I'm just like, he looks like one of those <laughs> they other all guys. all look
1: the same. Yeah, and
0: I'm like, it could be a bunch of We them. all
1: look the same. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know the story around this? How Didn't you say no? I don't he think so. No. And it could have made so he was much money. It offered
0: about, I think it was about 10% of the That's profits right. of
1: Avatar to be in it.
0: Yeah, that came out like not that long ago in the yeah. news. I remember reading it and online.
1: Given it made like $1.56 billion. Anyway,
0: so I got there in the end <laughs> <laughs> is the moral of that
1: story. You got it. I'm going to give you that one. I'm going to, you're going to count what
0: that. What do you mean I'm going to give it to you?
1: Look, I, I look, I'm just going to say if we had like an egg timer or something, you would have probably ran out. Oh,
0: no, definitely. <laughs> um, but I've heard you squabble a few times trying to think of... Um,
1: yeah, Smoke and Mirrors. Smoke French. and Mirrors. <laughs> the French one from two weeks ago. Yeah. Savoy. Savoy. I want to hear it. I still got it right. <laughs> Savant Blanc. Okay. <laughs> Move on. What's my next question? All right.
0: Um, at the 2010 Academy Awards, the winning film for Best Animated Feature was a Disney Pixar film featuring... These are characters. Kevin, Charles Montz, Carl, Russell... And a dog named Doug. What was the film? That would be up. That was be up. That would be up. I I've, thought you might know it, but I just was like, look, we need some questions.
1: I mean twenty ten kind of threw me. I was like, Jesus, I'm thirteen years ago. I loved it. I've seen it at least seen it once. Oh my god. I, mean, I own seen it. it once. I bought it. I
0: love it. I mean it's a good it's film. So good. It's I really good it film. a lot.
1: Um, but I, I was annoying at that age I was 20 So I wasn't really into my Pixar Yeah fair But I have seen it I was
0: young enough I think I went with my mum and my grandma Because yeah. they used to drag me along to them Because they still really wanted they to see wanted them They wanted to see them And yeah. you were an
1: excuse to go And I'm
0: like alright <laughs> <I'll laughs> Like We with. can't go by ourselves <laughs> Yeah
1: exactly Alright your last one As a child Christian Stewart starred in a thriller with Jodie Foster Oh Panic Room Which one?
0: Panic Room <laughs> I have seen <laughs> yeah, okay, embarrassingly cool. nearly every what? film she's been in
1: yeah, yeah, and she, she's in a lot of films and they're all good, re- uh, mostly. Oh,
0: mostly I, good. Well, you have not seen her fil- whole filmography. No, clearly not. quite bad. The ones I have Even seen. Even she will say that. Underwater? Underwater oh, no, is like phenomenal. The big ones she's done are amazing, yeah, yeah. but there are some indies that are not good.
1: Yeah, okay, I'll miss the indie ones then. Ultraviolence?
0: Uh,
1: the one with um Jesse that's, Eisenberg? That's not
0: the title. It's, it's American Ultra.
1: I was close. Anyway, ultra I it. was like,
0: one day, <laughs> one day I'm gonna be outed for seeing all these films and uh It it's was today. today.
1: Christian Stewart. Yeah. you've seen all of it.
0: Yep. Uh I'll die.
1: I have seen Panic Room. The girl I used
0: to work with. Um she used to laugh at me about it.
1: Ah, nothing wrong we with it. We're trying
0: to find a film and I was like, I think we'll figure it out. Anyway. Mm.
1: All right, my last we got one. There.
0: Um what popular kids show debuted in nineteen sixty nine, this is America, on PBS and is still on air today.
1: It's
0: just a kid show, just an old kids show.
1: I'm going to guess. And it's just a guess. Sesame Street. There
0: you go, you got it. Yeah. Look, I, we're running out of questions. I had to go TV. No, that's great.
1: We're, I, we're running um, out of questions. I used to watch this when I was very young. Who
0: didn't watch Sesame Street?
1: That is true. It's it's universal.
0: So I love Elmo, Sesame
1: Big Bird, Snuffleupagus.
0: I think Oscar the Grouch and the Cookie Monster were my favorites. Yeah, they're pretty they're I don't pretty know what cool. that says about me as a person. <laughs> someone someone that knows psychology right in.
1: They did a few movies, too.
0: Yeah, I they don't think like, I really
1: watched. Um, much. Oscar Grouch's Bad Day or something, and then there's a Big Bird movie.
0: Hmm. I don't think I watched a lot of them.
1: Yeah, one of them I went to the cinema for.
0: That's amazing.
1: I know. That's like a you just unlocked a key, key call memory. You're then. welcome. <laughs> I'm gonna look that up later. <laughs> I was like, oh, that's right. They actually have movies too. I didn't see the Elmo one. There is an Elmo one too.
0: No, it, I but. don't think I saw it. But I did have one of those annoying bloody So did me I Elmo the tickle Elmo's had one of like those as well from the devil.
1: Have you seen? There's online now on YouTube without a
0: face, without the yeah. fur, and still still doing the tickle me moves, yeah, and I'm I like, don't. that is terrifying. Yeah,
1: no, that should not exist. On I the was internet. hoping you
0: wouldn't bring that up <laughs> <on> right now. I <laughs> know. Oh, and uh, on that news, already we
1: are getting into the news. Do you want me to
0: go for this one because I actually know a bit about it? Yeah, I'll do the next one. I'll do yep. the second one. I figured that was safe. So yeah,
1: it is looking at it.
0: <laughs> yeah, you're like, oh, I didn't read this. Um, I <laughs> know, oh, I did. <laughs> So filming has completed in Queensland for season two of Tropo and it's set to air on ABC TV and iView, though unfortunately they haven't released a date. Um, The series is going to follow the same characters again. So there's a detective, a disgraced detective, and you've got a sort of, you know, town outcast um, who helps him out on some of the murders that they investigate. And if no one has seen this, I don't want to like get into it and spoil it, but if no one has seen this show and you're like – Like, you know, crime mysteries. I got so into this. Like, it is one of the best Australian shows I've seen. Better than the book, because I read the book too. Yeah, okay. Because I got that deep. It's, the showrunner is Yolanda Remke. So, she had worked, she did a film, short film years ago with a friend. It then went to a feature film. Yeah, okay. Did super well. I spoke to her at an event. Cargo. uh, She did Cargo. (laughs) I like (laughs) how... It comes to me, but it takes a yeah, minute. It's just, it's, it's um, and then she actually got her and a friend got hired to go write on one of the episodes of Hornhill of by Manor* because oh, Mike Flanagan's you like, that. I yeah. like Australian, like he likes a bunch of creators and he like, you know, people who hadn't done a bunch, yeah, so yeah. he got them. They did a fantastic episode, and then yeah, she's come and show her on this, and it is just so good. Like, yeah. watch it. Genuinely, like everyone needs okay. to watch this one. I I'm, can't wait to do a proper rewatch because I think I watched it. I made my mum watch it, and I watched it with her. Mm. And then I read the book, and I was like, "Oh no, the show does the characters so much better."
1: I think that's one thing the Australian film industry does really well is the the crime drama at like
0: Mm -hmm.
1: market. I think we nail that. Like, if you think about the Dry and things, still haven't seen it. So I've been busy. Yeah, and it's very (laughs) similar to this kind of thing. If you like this, from what you've explained to me, you'll love the Dry, and the Dry Two Forces Mm -hmm. of Nature. Apparently that came and went. I didn't get to see it.
0: But yeah, no, this one, it's still on Ibu. So if you've got that, yeah, check it it's out. It's just free. BBC. You can
1: download that up um, for free. But yeah, no. You kind of sold it to me, to be honest. D- I, I don't like want to get into kind of it too much, but thing, you so. will, you'll just love it. Okay, Tropo. Tropo. Season two, yeah. Tropo. All right, so Chicken Run 2, Dawn of the Nugget, has its world premiere, where the first one paid homage to Escape Films, also the Holocaust. The sequel is instead a feminist classic. Paying homage to Heist Films, originally set to be a father-son story, the team realized instead it should be a mother-daughter one.
0: So that's Chicken Run too. I'm really excited to watch it. I want to rewatch.
1: Yeah, going straight to Netflix. I think
0: maybe. I
1: think it is from what I read. I need um, to rewatch
0: Chicken Run. I haven't seen it since I was a kid, also and on I Netflix. mostly only remember the funny bits, not the really dark stuff, because I yeah. think I went, "This is too much for my little seven-year-old brain." And <laughs> no,
1: I definitely did, and I blocked it. I did a study of it uh, for English class in high school. Interesting. And uh, it was definitely – we did the relations to the Holocaust mm-hmm. and all that, uh, all the themes in that. So, yeah, it was very dark, but I've also seen Chicken Run about 30 times because of the studies of it. No, so that's
0: fair. You don't need to watch it again.
1: I'm not going to watch the first one again, but I will watch the second one. So
0: yeah, no, I um, I went to film school, so I deeply relate to that.
1: <laughs> Once you see something <laughs> that many times, you do not want to watch it again.
0: Yeah, and I studied stuff in high school, so I didn't watch Blade Runner again for like
1: A long seven time. years or something mm. and i
0: still haven't seen the second one i watched i rewatched the first one to watch the second one and then, and then you never
1: watched the second never one? watched
0: the second one so. no, i've got
1: the second one borrow it
0: oh well one day um so <laughs> not this week <laughs> uh speaking of halloween watches there's an australian kids film scary girl and it's going to release in theaters i think next week now actually this is done by the same people that we talked about just before with combat wombat mm-hmm. um they've gone on to do scary girl and i'm Pretty excited about it. It's starring Anna Torv, Sam Neill, Liv Hewson, Remy High, Tim Minchin, Deborah Mailman, a bunch of other people. Um, it's directed by Ricard Crusoe and Tanya Vincent. Now, I worked with Ricard. He's a cool dude. No, um, oh, he is. And I'm kind of excited to see this one. Mm-hmm. Um, written by a bunch of people I don't know. But this is Star's Scary Girl. Um, and her world is shrouded in darkness and she must overcome her fears and travel to a mysterious city of light to save her father from a dangerous scientist and prevent the destruction of her planet. Yeah, right. The trailer's now online. Okay. I might share it with everyone.
1: Please do, yeah. It looks
0: pretty sick. Okay. I mean, like, who doesn't like a kid's film, let's be honest. Yeah. But, yeah, the quality of this one is pretty cool. They've got an insane cast of people.
1: Yeah. I mean, Sam Neill um, Tim mentioned – as soon as you mentioned those, so I'm like, well, I'm in. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: So, yeah, I'm really excited to see this come out of – Australia and they've always done well their other films. Yeah, they were kind of the first Australian animated company to completely do a whole film in Australia. So now they're really just punching out films and sweet. It's cool to watch. Awesome. So we don't get a lot. No, we don't. But so we nice. should take
1: the opportunity to uh, support when we do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's the news for this week.
0: That is the news.
1: It is earlier than usual, which is because we're on Friday, and that's why. Apart we don't, from
0: gossip in Hollywood, there's really not a lot of not news lot right happening now.
1: Right now, so. Yeah, a little bit more of Australian news, a bit more local.
0: Yeah, and if you want the gossip, go look for yourself.
1: Yeah, (laughs) Uh, that makes us time to move into the main topic of the episode, and it's basically what is your scary movie favourites, whatnot, not favourites, any stories relating to that, and just general Halloween vibes. We're just gonna talk about some films. Just generally chat about give you some recommendations. Yeah. And um listen in yeah. if you have any other opinions besides the ones we're about to give please write in as well. Let us know we'll maybe yeah.
0: watch them and talk about them. We'll
1: make this interactive. Should we start off with the the first kind of topic we've kind of popped down which is yeah, family we friendly.
0: Just do ones that aren't horrors but are still like spooky. Spooky. Yeah. I was going to talk about cuz I asked a couple people on our Instagram yeah. what their favorite watches are. Gabriel in and said Monster House and I did want to try and watch it, but it's yeah. not on streaming. I've so heard of
1: this. I, I watched it, it a
0: little bit as a kid. I don't remember much except that one kid, they like walk into a house and like, oh, don't drink that. And it's peanut bottle. That's all I remember. <laughs> so it's very is that really in the film? I don't know, but that it's is... Definitely
1: kid related. My yeah. memory of Humor. that one. Uh, um, yeah.
0: What else? We had a couple from other yeah. people. We had Practical Magic. Again. From Gabe. Really wanted to watch Practical Magic this week. You have seen
1: it before though, I've right? I've seen Practical it, yeah, yeah. Magic. Yeah, it's very it. much in vain of mm-hmm. the craft. Um, Sandra Bullock and Nicole Kidman.
0: Yep. Um, Stockard Channing, Dan Weast, Evan Rachel Wood. Does it have Evan Rachel Wood in it? Yeah, she's a little girl. Right. Yeah.
1: yeah. It's been a while since I've seen really it. Really
0: wanted to watch it. Mm. Just didn't get time because we did this one.
1: Sort I of. mean, great suggestions by Gabe. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Good suggestions. Also, you need to watch more films because you like to watch the ones that you like. Yeah. And...
1: Um, uh, Coraline was a big one mm-hmm. that was a family-friendly Halloween. This is surprisingly dark for I an animated kind of- watched this c-
0: one in cinemas as a kid. Yeah. My sister had read the book. She's like, it's so good. We have to go and see it. My teachers recommended it, blah, 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 blah. And we're like, all right. So we go as a family. Yeah. Now, my mum and my grandma at the time, mums watch more stuff, but are very like, if we're going to see a kid's film, we just want like a Tri- typical yeah. kid's, a kid's, kids film. film. We did not get that. I no, remember walking out of that cinema and being like, heavy. what the- was that? It's heavy. Um was I mean like I understood it but also like did anyone understand it that was a kid at the time?
1: No I don't it's not a kids film for me.
0: I don't know. It was weird. I it, think
1: I just don't think it was marketed correctly because it, yeah. it it is a dark film. It is it, it looks the same as uh, A Nightmare Before mm-hmm. Christmas, like it's that kind of like clay animation kind of style.
0: Claymation. Or as That's, Ben White says, claymash. Claymash. <laughs> anyway, sorry. <laughs> Moving on.
1: Yeah, so it's like it, it looks and appeals to kids because of the way it looks, but the story and what kind of actually happens in the film is pretty dark. It's so dark. The buttons on the eyes. The, that was terrifying. The book was
0: is like it wasn't as creepy. I think the book went a bit darker, but it wasn't as creepy to read. No, but to you, witness yeah. that whole visual was
1: that body. Nightmare? Is that body horror? I'd say body horror with the the, the buttons. Maybe for me it was. Yeah, I was no. so uncomfortable with Weird. it. Weird.
0: And then the the ladies that live downstairs are.
1: Yeah. Bizarre. Terrifying.
0: The whole thing yeah. is just – people love it and I, I get why you love it, but I'm like mm. – I think
1: it's a good film, I, but I don't think it's for children, even though nah. you know, it looks that I way. I wouldn't
0: take your kids to see it.
1: <laughs> no, no, no. It God, will no.
0: confuse them mess them up a little bit. More than some of the stuff I'd seen at that age, because I was – 2009, I was in grade 7, so I was starting to watch more adult TV and yeah. stuff. Movies and that, yeah. But that's like a weird one.
1: I was 19 – yeah. And I think I saw it You're once it me. was out for a year. So it was like 2021. 20, so I was definitely an adult. Um, but I was still a bit uncomfortable by it.
0: Yeah, it's it's weird. Yeah. Um, and then we had Jackie say Sleepwalkers.
1: I think Jackie's mentioned this one before. Could not to us. find it. Couldn't so, find it on streaming. Sorry, Jackie. We we couldn't really do much research on on sleepwalkers, but if we endeavor to find it, we'll watch it and and find out more.
0: Pretty much. And then the other one that we had, which kind of goes a bit into spooky ones so we'll maybe mm. talk on it a, a bit later but um we had halloween recommended to us by isaac oh is uh, okay so yeah
1: the actual like horror, horror traditional ones. horror ones uh towards the end of the episode beetlejuice?
0: Love, beetlejuice love
1: beetlejuice love beetlejuice so i only saw that a couple of years ago i, for know. The first
0: time. I watched this on telly like yeah oh, i must have been a teenager and i didn't know what i was getting into and mm. then i was like oh my god i love this it's, it's so it's, good even though it Tim. visually is old because they're using, like, practical yeah, yeah. And effects practical and stuff. Effects. It holds up. It holds up so much.
1: It's a classic Tim Burton. hmm Yeah. And Michael Keaton. No one else could play that, in my opinion, that role the way he did. Actually,
0: there's a weird short that Natasha Lyonne does as Beetlejuice. Oh, really? It's like a funny or die sketch.
1: Yep. And it's like a weird. satire of it. I haven't it. seen it in a while, but it
0: just reminded me.
1: You'll have to send it to me. Yeah, Definitely. I'll find it. Yeah, it was, it's, it's got, obviously, Alec Baldwin, Gina Davis – Got a bunch of different people in it. And it's, if you haven't seen it before, it's just iconic.
0: It's also got Winona Rider also. I, Why I, are we not I, mentioning Winona Ryder? It
1: wasn't written there and I was having a mental blank. Yeah, I, I, knew I got exactly sick of writing it down. Yeah, that's all right. All right, we'll go into the next one.
0: <laughs> um, Should we talk about Scooby-Doo?
1: I think we should talk about Scooby-Doo. If you're
0: like, oh, I don't know what to watch, want to get into some stuff, or you got kids... Spooky. Anything Scooby-Doo, put it on. Original yeah. Hanna-Barbera I, animations, fantastic. The new iterations, if you want, but I recommend the 2000s films.
1: Yeah, 2002, 2004 films. They are comfort food for me.
0: They are so good. I'd I've seen, mentioned
1: that like three or four times on this podcast already. as a already. kid,
0: and then hadn't watched them for a really, really long time, and then I started working with Shannon. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, at one point we're like, Linda Cardellini, I went, Linda Cardellini, as... Obviously, Belmer. Um So we just become best friends. And then that was it. <laughs> yeah, and then yeah. you're like, you have to watch them. You have to get the DVDs because the, the yeah. special features are so good. And I think I got one of the last copies of the second yeah, one you did. in the company because I, I was don't like, have the second one I anything. need these. And that's, they're that's so it. good. That was the start of a beautiful friendship. Uh, yeah.
1: It was that good, spooky feel. It I was think like, so. oh, it's good. Uh, um, let's talk about a couple of, like, I reckon series mm-hmm. now. So if we talk about things like Stranger Things, Harry Potter, Twilight, you know, Ghostbusters, and, like, things that have become franchises out of that spooky vibe, um, let's talk about Harry Potter because I know you've got a just a, you know, a real love for them.
0: I've got a few stories. No, you do. Um,
1: Harry Potter, spookiness. It's yeah. not so much Halloween, but it's got, you know, it's, it's, it's like it, yeah, It's fan- fantasy, fantasy, spooky
0: dark stuff. You're not super into it. But it sort of gets you in the vibe. Witches. Witches, witches. exactly.
1: It's so kind it's, of Halloween. It's,
0: yeah. Yeah. Do you want me to talk to you about Harry Potter? Yeah. Okay. Well, he's asked for it, so you're all getting it. You're all it. getting it. Yeah. I got into this as a little kid. Yeah. Um, Hadn't seen him. No. I remember the first time I went to watch it. I was at my cousin's house mm-hmm. and I must have been like under 5 Mm-hmm. And she had it on and we watched it up until the fact that McGonagall turns into a cat and my mum said, get that off. It's going to scare them. They're too young. And I remember being like a bit, a bit miffed at that. And then, my, I went to England to visit my great great grandma. No, actually, only one great, my great grandma. And um, my cousin, my second cousin, was working on the films. His dad was like a special effects guy, so he was also like a supervisor. And he took us on a set tour of uh, Leavesden Studios. And I hadn't seen Harry Potter really at that point. And so we just like were walking around. Mm-hmm. seeing like seeing the tanks that they filmed stuff in because it was Goblet of Fire at yeah. the time. We saw like bits of maze. We went on the night bus briefly, Um, but my cousin said, don't go any further because this is the one where all the stuff moves and it's very dangerous. I remember walking down what they shot Privet Drive in and it was the shells of the house. I don't yeah. actually know if I've told you this I've story. seen a picture of them, yeah. And when you looked in the letterbox, through the letterbox, yeah, it looked like a full house, just the way the set was built.
1: Yeah, it's like a the angles, yeah. right? Yeah, and then
0: I remember walking around the back.
1: There's nothing there.
0: And it was just a shell. And still to this day, like, I mean, I understand it now because I'm an adult, <laughs> but that feeling of just how did that happen? How, how,
1: did, how did they do that? It was just so insane. M- movie magic.
0: Um, I remember watching, well, as we were leaving, Um, someone training an owl. That was pretty cool. That's so cool. Um, and then the big one, one of the big ones, is Dan Radcliffe, mm-hmm. the Harry Potter went past me and my sister on his little golf buggy off to set and he waved to us and but we didn't know who he was and we just sort of looked at each other and went "Why Aw. is this, and we sort of waved at him back, back. <laughs> We're like why is what and my cousin just turned to us and he goes that's a big deal he is Harry Potter I work here and I don't even see him every day wave back to him um so I snubbed Dan Radcliffe wow as a
1: you gave it to Harry Potter. I did.
0: And then I came back and was I like, mum, I have to watch these films. She went, okay, well, I guess because you know it's not real. You won't get scared and you won't annoy me about it. You can watch some of them. Mm. Um, and at that point, it was mainly only the first three and we borrowed them from someone and like, oh my God, did we get into them? It became my personality for a good 10, 11 years. Yeah. Until I became an adult and I was like, I need to like other things. So that's Harry you Potter. You toned
1: it down. But yeah, Harry Potter I was a I had to. Also, J.K. Life. Rowling... Well, well let's a, talk did about I show Harry you Potter. the photo
0: of me at dinner in Italy?
1: No, we'll look at that after. Yeah, after my friend hour.
0: took a photo of me. She was talking to me about J.K. Rowling. And uh, I mean, I'll share it if you guys want to see it.
1: <laughs> we'll, we'll, right in. We'll get back to that. It's just me
0: looking so disappointed. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> Stranger Things. Let's talk about that.
0: Let's talk about Stranger Things.
1: I love this series. Just the just aesthetics of it, I think, is what's the selling point of this. It's um, just so... So built into the fact that it's paying homage to every single thing that has come before it and just does it so well and beautifully written because the way they portray certain characters is just phenomenal. It was
0: only supposed to be a limited series.
1: Yeah, you can tell. You can, you can tell that first season is kind of closed off. Yeah, up. if
0: you yeah. read the series Bible, which you can find online if you're a major nerd, so if you want me to meet so it, share it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I study it. Yeah. Um write in and I'll send it out to you. Yeah. Yeah. Originally it was supposed to be a limited series, but then obviously
1: I don't think there was that expectation it was going to be as big well, as Well, they was.
0: pitched it as a limited, but then also, you know, if, if we get if, more, yeah. this is where we'll go with it. So yeah. And it's just yeah, and so honestly, well done. I'm honestly, I'm impressed with the show that brings in that many characters, how they're able to develop the ones that they already have. Yeah. yeah. I just love it. I love how each season's a little different. Like the first one is obviously like setting it up very eighties. Yeah.
1: yeah. Just that, just that vibes.
0: Five, and yeah. then uh, you know a little D type the and then ones, second the one's halloween super one. dark as well mm-hmm. halloween they bring in some more characters season three they change it completely because it's a summer one. i love it too people don't like it and nah. i'm like
1: oh. why not
0: why not also espionage also Stephen robin Stephen robin also like the scoops troop with dustin us. and um yeah. his the what's his sister's name erica yeah, yeah. So good. It just develops so every good.
1: character really well.
0: And then they bring in season four and it goes dark again and so much is happening. Yeah,
1: there's a lot happening in season four. But they did it well. Like different places mm-hmm. that they all are. They're all separate, which now it's getting into season five. They're all back together. Mm-hmm. It's the real battle is the coming. The final one. The I'm, final e- I'm excited I'm
0: to, to see how excited.
1: they. I love Stranger Things. It's very good. Shannon That's got fun.
0: really into season four to the point that he goes, I got Spotify back and I went, for Kate Bush? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I
1: did. I was playing that a lot when that came out. Yeah, you and
0: the rest of the world. Yeah. My sister didn't know who Kate Bush was yeah, when it right. came out. Which
1: I mean, under a rock.
0: I don't know if you're still listening to this, Ella, but <laughs> God now, help you if you
1: are. She knows now. That's the main thing. <laughs> uh you've got listed here Sabrina the Teenage Witch I do. from nineteen ninety six to you know two thousand three. Now, if that not, isn't spooky vibes. If you're
0: not into like scary stuff, but you still want to watch yeah. witchy stuff and Halloweeny vibes. This is perfect. Get into that. I watched this a bunch because I think they had reruns. I was born in ninety yeah. seven. If anyone's listening home, so I don't know how much I watched as it was airing, but you've I, seen it after now. I remember it being on yeah. as a kid, but I don't know how much I understood of it. I watched mm-hmm. the animated series that came after. There was one for oh, kids. Okay. Um, I and I that. sort of remember – I don't know if I remember more of that, actually. At the time, I definitely did. But Sprinter the Teenage Witch, they have a talking cat called Salem. Yeah. I witchy aunts.
1: I watched this as a kid. Yeah. Every week it was on TV. Yeah. It was on Channel 7, I think. Or uh-huh. ten, I remember one, or one of 7 10, them. 1 or 2. Probably changed. And, yeah, it was like a weekly occurrence. Like Because, obviously, it started when I was 6, ended when I was 13. So I, I watched pretty much all of it. It was great. I thought it was a – very, very different vibe to that new series they did with Kernan.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I watched uh, the f- first season of, of that actual,
1: one. I think comics. That's yeah, because it's
0: based on that, and then the Archie comics, which was yeah. also Riverdale. Which who knows? It's what happened all that. connected.
1: Yeah, but this one was more like fun and just mm-hmm. simple, and it was a her issues at high, high school, school. And yeah, as a witch as well. Whereas yeah, the one that um, the other one that came out recently was very dar- really dark, very dark, very
0: dark, very. Dark. Demonic Dark. Yeah. Yeah. That's
1: what it was more aimed at. Um, I think we're kind of just about wrapped up the one we've got. I wrote Uh, Twilight. You've got Twilight there.
0: Get into Twilight again. Why not? I think I watched the first one recently.
1: It's, look, the first, all of them are iconic. They're actually
0: insane. Um, The
1: baseball scene.
0: Oh, man. (laughs) I didn't want to be playing baseball with those guys. (laughs) I know. It was cool. Um, Yeah. Why not watch Twilight again? Always a good time. Buffy. Buffy, Buffy, the
1: vampire slayer. Yes, very I spooky. I
0: got into, oh man, a bunch of this. It Sarah was when Michelle
1: Gellar was very big at that time too. Like massive, she was in everything.
0: Massive. And I think I watched this on like, I think I was going to the, the library or the... <laughs> maybe the library and getting them for free. Because this was like before I had a lot of streaming, I was broke as. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh my God, it's so 90s. Like it's painfully 90s it's to watch. Nice. And then like three years later, it was like, oh no, we're all just dressing like it's the 90s again. And <laughs> it's normal. And I was like, what the? That's
1: a resurgence. F- it was, yeah, yeah, I I'm tried to was get- There Buffy, there was Angel, which is all this, the off, spin-off. spin-off, yeah. Tried
0: to get into Buffy like to watch all of it, but just there's so much. And I never quite got there. Even the Mark that I worked with, I was like, you have to. And I'm like, why Mark? he goes, you have to for Tara and Willow because that's your people and you have to watch where it started. I'm like, Mark, calm down. Calm down. There's a lot to watch. There's I never got there. It's Xena fine. Zena
1: Warrior Princess. You're gonna watch that too?
0: I did watch a bit of Xena as a kid. so
1: did I. Yeah.
0: yeah. You didn't. It was yeah. like on channel seven.
1: No, that was ten, because it was with Hercules.
0: I look, I don't know. Um I wrote down Rocky Horror Picture Show.
1: You know one you haven't got written down? What Charmed.
0: One? Oh, I never watched Much of Charmed. Really? Oh. I was a bit young. Like, it was on, but I yeah. didn't understand what I was watching.
1: Charmed was that also that 90s, early 2000s That's kind right. of spooky, witchy aesthetic. Yeah,
0: never watched enough of it. It was too little.
1: Uh, it was like. That and the
0: Ghost Whisperer used to be on at the same time.
1: Who's Cole going to end up with? It was a whole thing. I don't know.
0: Also, watch Ghost Whisperer. Or well, don't. I Is don't that the know. One with, um, Jennifer Love Hewitt. Yeah. And
1: I thought it was Horse Whisperer. But no, it's Ghost Whisperer.
0: She wasn't talking to horses. <laughs> no, I know. Scratch the saddle gloves.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's a different thing.
0: Uh, uh,
1: time to move into
0: I know I'm playing with the mic. You
1: really are. <laughs> uh let's proper horrors. Let's okay, talk proper about horrors. Pro- proper horrors now. Like the ones that really scare people.
0: Halloween.
1: Halloween. <laughs> what do you say about Halloween? Can we talk about this
0: briefly last week? We have. I know you didn't before. like it as much as I did. I it's not bad.
1: It's I not loved bad it because
0: I was like, oh, this is where it all started. Yeah. And that, I was like, this is cool. Like, this film was the one that really set Slashes yeah. up. And so, for that, I was like, it's cool. It's not really that scary, though. Not at all. So, if you want to, you baby steps, it's a good one.
1: It is a good way to start. The music's iconic. Obviously, it's the start of Michael Myers' journey. So, it obviously takes off from there. So, you'll get an origin, a little bit of an origin story. And the screen queen of Jamie Lee Curtis. Yeah. Yeah. Before She's she canceled young. herself on the internet. Yeah. Well,
0: she tries. I don't know how I feel about her.
1: She's an interesting... She amuses
0: girl. me, and I like some of her performances, but I think is that just because she was iconic to me yeah. as a kid in My Girl.
1: Not Freaky Friday? I didn't watch it. Okay. There's a new one coming.
0: There's... You know what's original had Jodie Foster in it, right? No,
1: it's been, it's been redone like yeah. seven times.
0: Anyway, anyway um, moving on to mids- watch Freaky Friday. <laughs>
1: moving on to Midsummer. From 2019. Now, this is when I've constantly tell you that this movie broke me.
0: Yeah, you were surprised about how chill I was.
1: Yeah, I told you about it. And I was like, look, I've watched this film. I watched the extended edition because I bought the Blu-ray when it came out. And um, I was like, yeah, it's it's, it's a horror that takes place during the daytime. Like, surely it can't be that bad. And then I watched it. And then I was just so uncomfortable the entire way through this film. And then when I finished it, I... I've never felt an unease like this before in my life. And like when you, you, you know what's happening though on the screen at all times. It's not like a mystery really. No. Um, so I know what's going on. So I should have been like, okay, accept that that's happening. And, but I, it was just, it sat with me for so long and I was just, I did not enjoy this film. It's a good film. It's a well-made film, but I did not like yeah, the film.
0: I don't know if I liked it or not. It didn't like affect me like it affected you. I remember yeah. watching it late at, Night, yeah, um, yeah, and messaging you through bits of it because I still kind of didn't want to be taken out of it, yeah. Tonight, it's an Ari Aster film, just for anyone playing at home, yeah. And yeah, I went and I watched it, and it didn't mess me up that bad because, like, right as I was finishing it, um, my little dog wanted to go outside, yeah. so I was just outside with her while she was doing yeah. a pee, and I'm messaging Shannon, and he's like, "How are you outside are you and okay? okay?" And I was like, "Oh, I mean, weird things have happened to me, so yeah. I'm like okay with this one." That being said.
1: Moving on to Hereditary. I have since watched
0: Hereditary. Yeah. Uh hate it. hate it with a burning passion. Uh, I- it's fantastic. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. I can appreciate it. No one come Is after it me. Is it because it's the
1: more spooky kind of horror?
0: I don't know what it was for this one. Um, And there's a few bits that are like quite grim. If anyone's seen it, you know what I'm talking about that are mm. a lot to, to witness. Yeah. Um, I don't like ASMR sounds. Mm-hmm. Hate it. Shannon likes to do it in the mic, and I get violently angry at him. I I'm thought like, I'm, about doing it just then. I'm
1: like, no, because there's other people listening. And I'm like, now. I'm actually I'm not, not do
0: it. Kidding. Like it stresses me. Um, yeah. and I was watching this uh on my computer with my AirPods in, and the whole thing is like ASMR soundscape. So I was just
1: already yeah, uncomfortable mad yeah. and
0: uncomfortable. And it got to the end where they're like sort of revealing like what's, what's going, going on a bit, and I was just. I was so over it. I was like, I don't even care. Let's just finish this movie. Just get it out of the um,
1: way. I've been. There asked- is this.
0: There is a jump scare in this. Um, at one point. Yeah. Towards the the end, you know how like all I'm not. It's a spoiler. So if you really don't want to listen to it, jump ahead slightly. But if you don't care, all horror movies have like creepy naked old ladies, kind of the Shining. Oh type. yeah, they always. Yeah. Do, so there yeah. was one of those, and I she sort of it's a jump scare, and I went. Ah. Ah, and I threw my AirPods out of my <laughs> ear and the movie paused. And I was like, you know what? So it was paused
1: on the naked old <laughs> lady. <laughs> Literally. And I'm like,
0: you know what? I don't even care. So like I got up. I think I got a glass of water. I went, to, back. I went yeah. to pee. And then I came back and I didn't watch it with AirPods in. I was like, I don't care also, if the sound isn't as good. I do that know how you I can watch that
1: with do it. AirPods in. Because oh. yeah, that would be off-coding.
0: So look, it's a fantastic movie that I... Don't like – um.
1: i um, yeah. I've been asked to watch this by a number of people that know me mm-hmm. and they'll be constantly like, when are you watching Hereditary? When are you watching Hereditary? And I'm like, look, I'll get to it. I'll get to it. I'm planning on watching this film. It's got to be daytime. Oh, yeah. It's got to be someone else here. It won't be me. And I've got to be constantly making commentary. Like, if you're watching that with me, you better be ready for that. It's the only way I'm going to cope with this film.
0: Yeah. But I am
1: planning on watching it.
0: It's – it's a full-on one. I haven't yeah. seen Bo is Afraid, but I did read I've heard it's less horror. I did read a letterboxed review from Iowa Debris, mm. who's in the bear and like a bunch yeah. of other stuff. And it was so funny. Go and look it up, guys. She's basically <laughs> just being like, hi, um, please get in touch with me. I can get you in touch with the um churchy people that I grew up with. They will pray for you. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's better than that. I don't want to butcher it. But yeah, it was so funny. <laughs> <laughs> So we're talking about a bit of spooky ones, mm. um, and sort of some cursed ones, maybe. Let's go into that. Let's
1: go into cursed. One
0: ones. of the first horror films I watched outside of high school, like like real horror, not mm. like silly slasher, was Rosemary's Baby from 1968. It's a Roman Polanski film, and we know that he's like cancelled, but whatever. Okay, it's a fantastic film, um, starring uh, Mia Farrow. John Cassavetes, Ruth Gordon, and Sidney Blackmore And I like some of these guys. Mirfire is great. Ruth Gordon, fantastic mm-hmm. in one of my favorite movies. Cassavetes, genius. And basically, a young couple that are trying for a baby move into an old, ornate building on Central Park West where they find themselves surrounded by peculiar neighbors. Mm-hmm. I was at a friend's New Year's party and she'd gone to sleep because she drank too much. And <laughs> a few of us were up and we're like, let's put a movie on. So, we put on Rosemary's Baby. Um, I'd never been to this friend's house before. So, we're all just like laying on her carpet watching this film. Halfway through, like a remote just fell off mm-hmm. the table at random onto the floor. And we like... Freaked out. We freaked. And I haven't seen it since. And part of me really wants to watch it again. The other part of me is like, do I want to watch it? Yeah. It is just filmed in such an incredible way that you are uncomfortable the entire time. And spoiler alert for anyone that wants to watch it, you don't actually see the baby.
1: No, I've heard that. You've, you don't I actually you see it. have mentioned that before, yeah. But,
0: yeah, I was like waiting and waiting waiting and you don't see it and that's even creepier because she got impregnated by the devil. The devil. So yeah. there's that one. Interesting, actually.
1: Mm. Um, I haven't seen it but I've, I've been – It's I'll, very like, good. I will it's plan broken. to watch it. 1968, I should be able to handle that. Tell me Fine. if it
0: is as scary as my memory was yeah. of that one because – yeah, I haven't seen the full thing since.
1: Uh, we've got listed, obviously, the Omen films. Mm-hmm. My of- uncle worked on that one. Yeah.
0: A lot of bad stuff happened on that. So he was married to my great aunt. So, yeah, and they he got in a mad car accident that he shouldn't have survived. And his whole – well, his whole personality changed apparently. Um, I won't name names because, you know, he's a decent guy, maybe still out there. But yeah. And so many people in that film died. There was one car crash – where like I guess another car crash where they were supposed to be filming a stunt at one point in the film where a pane of glass falls and decapitates someone. Yeah. And they decided we can't do that, that's too dangerous. And these are all stories that my like You've my heard. aunt was telling me. Yeah. yeah. So they were supposed so they're like, we can't do that these people died that were working on the film because a pane of glass like fell off another truck or something and decapitated. Like they died from like glass.
1: Oh, really? I think
0: it was like outside the town of like Oman. Jesus. Like there was okay. just so many. i have to look that up. Yeah, there's so many like stories from it. stories from that yeah. film that I like, I can't watch you it. can't watch that series? I'm like, there's something going on there. Not good. No, thanks. Not good. Not for me. Yeah. yeah I think The Exorcist is also a haunted film. I wanted to watch it. But I'm
1: so keen to watch that. I saw like a
0: still, and honestly, the vibe's not there for it.
1: Have you seen the trailer or anything? You must have seen that uh, like. Everyone knows that scene where her head kind of turns. I think around I must have under. seen it,
0: but I like I really want to watch it, but there's some films that just make me so deeply uncomfortable yeah. in like a different way. Like the same way I was talking to Shannon. Like how I wouldn't like. I don't want to do a séance because I don't know what's yeah, gonna happen. happen. Like it's when I feel that feeling.
1: No, it's. A I'm no like go. no,
0: and like some films I'll start watching. Yeah. And I turn yeah. off. Like I remember watching, must have been The Conjuring with my mum. And it's not scary. Like I was not it scared. For,
1: those are for me.
0: Well, like for me, like I wasn't scared from what I was watching. Yeah, okay. But I just got this horrible feeling, like mm. the same feeling as when I went and peeked into a old asylum once. And this was when mm. I was like 13 and I was too young to know better. And I just got this horrible feeling washed over me. Yeah. And it happened when I was watching this movie with my mum. And I was like,
1: nah, we're let's just this turn off. this off. Because yeah. I don't. I don't love it.
0: I don't love what. It's happening right now. And I don't know what that is. I can't explain it. It's
1: just a vibe. Yeah. yeah. Someone
0: write in. Tell me what that is <laughs> if you want, if you've got an opinion. But I was like, no, thank you. No, thank you. Um, Another haunted film, which I have Pol- seen. Poltergeist. Poltergeist. Yes. So I watched this. I don't know. I got into a weird thing. Like when I was just out of high school and I was watching all these horror films with my mom. And I don't even know why, because she doesn't <laughs> like them. But somehow we just got into watching them. I think no, she probably just wanted to, to watch movies with me, really. Yeah. yeah so we watched Poltergeist. Mm. Um. It's a really cool one. It's written by Spielberg and family's home is haunted by a host of demonic ghosts. And I just remember the little girl in it and just like the looking screen. into the TV. Yeah, It's fantastic. And then afterwards I learned that uh, so there's a pit of skeletons. Mm. It was cheaper to get real skeletons. What? So they got real skeletons. And like the, oh my I think God. the mother, maybe I could be wrong, but I think the mother falls into the pit but like this muddy pit mm. and just like, yeah. And then I'm like, oh God, they're real skeletons. Um, no, that'd be awful. Yeah. And it turns out that they made a couple of them, I think about three. Yeah. Um, The little girl, Heather O'Rourke died. And I think it was one of those like people say it's haunted type Yeah. stories. Yeah. I mean, look, I don't know how much of these are true. I'll
1: look that up but too. It, she's not the same girl from uh, Land Before Time, right?
0: No, her dad murdered her. Yeah, I know. That was grim.
1: That was, yeah.
0: I watch those movies a lot. Yeah. Um, Ducky, I think. Ducky, maybe. yeah. R. <laughs> I. Uh,
1: it's also brutal. We've got also listed Carrie mm-hmm. from 1976. Have I've you seen-, seen the remake. I've seen the remake with uh, Julianne Moore and Chloe Grace Moretz.
0: It's a good remake.
1: Really good but film.
0: If you haven't seen any of them, I would say go and watch the original. Yeah. There's something about it being set in the 70s. Mm. make it make sense that she's like, because essentially it starts, she gets a period, doesn't know what it is. Yeah. And so all the kids make fun of her. And then she learns she's got these like spooky abilities to do stuff to people. But that being said in the seventies where there's no internet books are limited. Her mum is like nuts. And she's a nut like a yeah. very religious yeah. type that makes sense
1: more. In the 70s so has, it yeah, okay.
0: feels more realistic and, and scary yeah. kind of thing. And it's a fantastic film. Sissy Spacek, Piper Laurie, John is also in it. I forgot really? he was in it. Okay, he must yeah, be very young. He plays like one of the the boys at school. Oh, okay. Yeah, no. If you haven't Interesting. seen it, okay. that one's cool. It. It. Psycho. I've only watched the new It's. I haven't watched the old. I stuff.
1: tried to watch the one with Tim Curry. I mm-hmm. think I got about half an hour in. It's very different. It's uh, less horrory, more camp. Mm-hmm. Uh, same story, same kids. Like they're doing the same things. It's just it's got a completely different vibe. Um, I didn't finish it cause it goes for like nearly like 180 minutes or something. Oh. It, it was a mini series. Oh, that's the mini series. It's actually it's a, a film series. as well. That's another one better is Katie was telling me. Right. Okay. Well, that might be a bit better than the Tim Curry one. Cause that wasn't great. Nothing against his acting or anything. It just wasn't, it wasn't a vibe. Tim
0: Curry's fantastic.
1: Yeah. Uh, obviously the new it movies did very, very well and they were very good.
0: I think I like the first one better.
1: Yeah. Everyone does. Okay. The second one. It's gone too long. And it's the same with the book. Well, the book kind of interludes the- book's The book's
0: messed up, apparently. I've not read it. It's really messed up. I want to. Uh,
1: it kind of intercuts between the, the older, then younger, then older, then younger. Yep. So it works better, I guess, as you read it than you would if you watch those two parts. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the book's messed up. He's, he's an interesting writer, <laughs> That's all <laughs> I'll say. I've read Under the Dome as well after watching the show. I've
0: only I've only so read um, Misery, actually. Yeah, which, okay. And then I have read his book on writing. Interesting. Go figure.
1: Yeah. I read, what was that? The Dark Tower? Yeah, I've heard I, that's very good. Yeah. Well, I started, I've read the first. There's like seven books. It's oh. um, it's different. It's They did a movie on it, The Dark Tower, and kind of. it's not. It's like a based on, it's like got elements of it. Uh, I wish I kind of just adapted the actual book because it's so different. Anyway, we'll get back to this. We've got a few mothers to kind of list off, then we probably should wrap got up. We've got
0: Psycho, which if Psycho. you haven't seen Psycho, guys –
1: well, I've seen pretty it this year good. and I was so glad I did because it was really good.
0: Um, I wrote down the Blair Witch Project, which mm. I only watched like last year, I think. I haven't seen it. It's, it's pretty good. Like pretty I get too, too why. so much for me, I think. Uh, maybe not so much now. Is At it okay time, now? Yeah. Holy would have yeah. scared you. Yeah. Um, but now it's a bit dated. so.
1: Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Mm-hmm. So. I've
0: watched that one. I haven't. Only yet. the first. I'm
1: going to watch the original 1970s one because I can handle that. I wanted stuff to be now. super
0: scared, so I turned all the lights off. I opened my window so that I could see outside onto the street mm. uh, and I wasn't as scared as I wanted to be.
1: It's not as scary up here, so I'll be able to handle that. The Boogeyman, you watched that one on a plane? I 19. did. I
0: watched it, I don't know, I was going somewhere, coming back. I think I was coming back from Dubai. Yeah. I liked it. It's not super scary.
1: Is there a couple of jump scares and that's about it? Yeah,
0: it's not as, it's not as like... Full on as I hoped it might be, mm. um, but it's still a pretty good movie.
1: It's on Disney Plus now. Yeah. So I've been looking to check it it's out. It's not
0: bad. I don't yeah. want to say too much because it's pretty new. Yeah.
1: It's got the girl out of Yellow Sophie Jackets. Thatcher, yeah, out yeah, of Yellow Jackets. And we're going to finish up on some Jordan Peel movies.
0: Yes. I've seen all but one, I think. Which one haven't you seen yet? Uh, us. Got, I haven't seen Us. So
1: you, you haven't seen Us? Mm. You've, seen, you've seen Get Out and Nope. And Nope. Yeah. You should see Us, but Us is I the really do- do- doppelganger one.
0: Mm-hmm. I don't like that. But I, I mean, yeah, I, I like that. It, I like I that. Like it. I like, I like that idea. I don't want to see it.
1: Yeah. Double gangers. And I think that just wraps up our kind of brief look so. at a couple of different movie yeah. styles in the horror genre. We just picked a couple of favorites, something that we have seen, some we want to see. Right in. Because there's going to be plenty more to do with horror that we have definitely Please not do. touched on. It's too yet. hard to think of them all. There's so many. We listed what we could. And yeah, we'll guess we'll wrap up now and go into next week
0: yeah so as always thank you so much for listening um if you're enjoying this podcast please give it a follow and if you'd like to get in touch you can find us on twitter which is now x instagram and threads at binge lists or you can email us at binge list and box office hits at gmail.com um, we want to hear from you we are going to do maybe just an easy one next week and then we're going to get into mike flanagan yeah which i keep saying if you don't know get in touch I do mean it.
1: Or just Google or him just to be Google honest. Him. You'll see what he's done.
0: Um, yeah, and that's about it. So that's thanks it. for listening and yeah. we'll see you next Monday. Yeah. Thanks guys. Bye.